10. Teddy and Miles, Bosch, late summer, 2349. Four of the five generals trailed out of the master commander's office discussing the topics that had been on the agenda for the week's meeting, as well as the unexpected intrusion of that young woman recruit. The fifth general sat down in the comfortable chair in front of the impressive mahogany desk with its intricate marquetry. As Teddy sank into his seat behind it and rubbed his eyes with both hands, quite a display your new project put on, Miles Baldwin said with a sympathetic smile. Teddy dropped his hands and looked at his friend's genial face, which was long with lifted cheekbones and an aquiline nose. She's more than just a project, Miles. She's become like my own child. He sighed and shook his head. I definitely have a blind spot where she is concerned, and I hope this behavior is not the result of that. Miles nodded, then stood, and walked over to the cabinet on the far wall that contained an impressive bar, opened it, and poured two measures of whiskey for two glasses. He dropped a cube of ice into his, and then returned to the desk, handing the neat one to Teddy. He sat and took a drink, as the friends sat with their own thoughts. Miles set his drink down. So, she used to be a thrall, and she is, what, one of four or five women recruits in a class of 40 or 50? Aye, but still, Teddy answered. Hear me out, Teddy. Miles's hand went up. She's not wrong about any of it. We are indeed a nation descended from the enslaved that now does business with enslavers. And there have never been any women at the general's table. I think there are perhaps two women commanders. And your old unit is the only glitter unit with women on board. And all of those things are mistakes of ours. Teddy nodded and sipped his drink, considering. Well, there's the truth of it. But it is not so simple to just stop doing business with anyone who holds thralls. That would be the death of our economy and of Bosch. Miles nodded his agreement and rubbed his smooth chin as Teddy continued. The issue of promoting women, however, is an easier one to manage. It is. But it will take time and has to include more women in each recruit class. We need to broaden our base so there are more female officers eligible to be elected to the commander's rank. And as fortune would have it. Miles grinned. I am currently in charge of internal relations and can work quite well with the recruitment office. We will start with the next class. Teddy nodded. Good, good. A knock at his door caused him to look up as Betsy came in with a piece of paper. What's up, Betsy? You are not going to like this. Her round face was serious. It's a formal complaint from Captain Vargas against one recruit, Katrina Wallace. She handed him the paper. He glanced over it and then rolled his eyes and sighed deeply, leaning back in his seat. Betsy quietly went back to her desk and closed the door. Damn it, now we have to do something. You, Miles, have to do something as the internal general. She's going to have to answer these charges. He handed the paper to General Baldwin. Miles read over the complaint. Wow, she hit one of her unit. I imagine Tommy's training came through on that. He chuckled. This is serious, Miles. Teddy barked at his friend. Calm down, Teddy, I'm taking it seriously. And we will have to convene a temporary committee to consider court-martial. But as I recall, weren't you brought up on charges in your younger days? I had at least made it past graduation. Well, perhaps this is just an example of the pupil surpassing her teacher. 
miles down the rest of his drink and stood. I need to deal with this. I'll let you know the meeting time once I've gathered the initial information. Thank you, Miles. Teddy stood as well, and the two men walked to the door. I trust you. You've always divided the pot fairly. Miles laughed. We're pirates, Teddy, not savages. Both men laughed at the old joke, shook hands, and Teddy closed the door as Miles headed out. He sighed again, thinking, cat, and shook his head. <laughs>